Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Rec, and then we talk about it. And uh, my name is Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, man? It is good. Mostly. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm sitting here in my podcast sweater, mm-hmm. waiting to get this episode going. Yeah, I was wearing my my podcast blazer mm-hmm. um, and putting on my recording fedora. The recorder. The recorder. That's perfect. I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna make a note to myself. <laughs> patented. Non-negotiable. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, but it's a nice cozy day. It's uh, it, in a as we're recording this in the Pacific Northwest, we are in a winter wonderland in late fall. So yeah, it's really something. Um, yeah. So my kids had to go to school today at the regular time, and they were not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is so stupid. Like yeah, well you live next door to the school, so no excuses. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Are your kids enjoying the snow? Uh, yes and no. I mean, it, 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 we got one of those weird, like wet snows and then it froze. So it's not fun snow. It's like painful snow when you go to play, play with it. It's like, oh, who turned all the snow into rocks? So let's have a rock fight. It's a rock fight. Um, yeah, my wife works at a school. Uh, and so they had to have indoor recess so the kids wouldn't bludgeon each other with ice. (laughs) Ice projectiles. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's been, it's kind of one of those things where it just makes everything difficult, but, uh, uh, it is, it is pretty, you know, we got to find a silver lining in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. My, my wife asked me to go to Costco Mm -hmm. to get some chicken today. (laughs) Odd chicken, like the rotisserie or she wants frozen chicken. Okay. You just Um, put it outside right now and it would freeze. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh, I had a big day, day planned of doing almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. So, oh, um, yeah, but, uh, as much as possible, wherever you are, listener, whatever you're, whenever you are listening to this, whether it is the, the dead of winter or the life of summer, uh, <laughs> I hope that you're comfortable. <laughs> so, um, and we hope that, uh, you have put on your, uh, listening slippers and your, um, I can't think of other clothes that sound comfortable. Ooh, your, your, uh, lounging fingerless gloves. <laughs> I, I like fingerless gloves. They're, they're comfy. Okay. <laughs> Especially the ones that are like the mittens, like the, the uh, yeah. flap that comes over the top when you're, all right, yeah. let's, let's do this. You know, we, the problem with the yeah, flap no, over the top though, uh-huh. is like if it's snowing like today and you, those are the only gloves you have. No, that's a bad call. It's a bad call, but if it's the only gloves you have, right? Uh-huh. Maybe you left the house not knowing it was sure. snow. Right. You and forgot to so, look outside. Yeah. Well, sometimes snow sneaks up on you in this region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, oh, the, that? yeah, like snow the Spanish song. Inquisition in Monty Python <laughs> sketches. <laughs> and, and, and I left my thumb screws at home. And like, if you are having to brush off the windshield or something, with those gloves and maybe the, the flap comes off and some snow gets in there in the pocket of where your fingers would normally go. And you don't know that. And then you put the glove on over the, your exposed fingertips. Yeah. And then it's cold and damp. Oh, I hate that. You might want to rethink your glove wear at that yeah. point. I bought gloves on Tuesday <laughs> that look like they are made for, 
uh, like a like a dry suit <laughs> for scuba. Okay, <laughs> they're uh, they're not like thick. I wanted like you brought some like waterproof gloves. Yes, neoprene gloves. <laughs> I wanted waterproof that would do something to just keep, make make so I could still use my hands and my digits here and be able to um, use your phone. No, not at all. My phone. Like get my keys out of my pockets, like <laughs> okay. those kinds of things. Function as a human. <laughs> yes. And so I found some at Fred Meyer uh, before the snow came. I was like, snow's a coming. I better invest in some gloves before like all the other dummies. Uh, I would find myself at Fred Meyer on Wednesday going, I should buy some gloves and a sled. <laughs> so. <laughs> and if you ever go scuba diving, you'll keep your hands warm now. Yeah. I generally would only scuba dive with my hands. Cause I don't like putting my face underwater. So, <laughs> you know what we should do? Talk, 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 talk about this. Talk about Jaden Smith. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Cause we have Cause, it in a while. Yeah. You yeah. and I, if there's one thing that you and I have failed to do recently is catch up on what Jaden Smith's been up to. I don't think we've ever talked about Jaden Smith well, in the history of our friendship. There's no, no time like the present. I mean, even when he was in the karate kid, I think we didn't bring him up. Can you believe that? I can't. Two how, kids grew up in the eighties. How did we? Because we knew. Did, we knew. Knew what? You you know. I don't. Jaden Smith, Karate Kid. No, that's just no. It's Why? true. I know. I know it's true. But oh, I thought you were saying like you're making this up. Like no, I'm not making this no, up. No, I know. I, but everyone, I think everybody collectively just said no. Come on, guys. <laughs> No pass. It was pass. hard enough when it was Ralph Macchio. <laughs> it was. I survived it once and it was the 80s. We forgave a lot. But yeah, we're just like, no, we're not going to do a reboot of Karate Kid. We're just going to wait for the old people to make more Karate Kid. <laughs> That's right. Cobra Kai. <laughs> Minus Mr. Miyagi. Oh, so never forget. Wax on, wax off. All right. Well, this episode that we're going to talk about is season six, episode six. And it is the recall election day and outcome. And uh, we have three plot lines happening. We have Tom, who is considering an offer to buy out Rent-A-Swag. We have Wesley dealing with, so preparing for and dealing with the fallout of the election. And uh, Anne, who misses Andy. And Chris, who tries to help her not be sad. So, uh, which, uh, which, which, uh, which, which one do you want to go for first? Let's go. Let's let's start. Let's go with April because okay. I thought that was the weakest of the three. Yeah, great. In my, in right. my opinion, what did you? Yeah. What do you think? I agree with you. Okay, and you know I'm going to go out on a limb here as okay. the careful. They're frozen I, I, at the right beginning now. here. Uh-huh. I know they are pretty frozen. I have a tree branch that's hanging over my yard. Yeah. Um, you were without power for a long time. So listen, I mean hours. The fact that that we're recording this at all oh, is we, just the the providence in favor of the Lord and the Schmidt Haas. So. Schmid, yeah, I feel like we we. I mean, basically, we it was akin to us crossing a, a mountain pass in the dead of winter in covered wagons just mm-hmm. to get here today. So yeah, um, we didn't have to eat any party members. <laughs> no, no one, no one died of dysentery. We did have to get a few extra oxen to survive the night, but it was a tauntaun. Were you hunting squirrels? It was a tauntaun situation. Uh, no, no squirrels. No squirrels. Okay. Just, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to digress for a moment. Oh, wait, um, Because uh, Twitter is a uh, Mad Max situation right now, mm-hmm. I 
like so many others, I was like, well, is there something else somewhere else I could go and find sure. some of my jokes and stuff <laughs> um, and things that make me, made me laugh. And, uh, and so I, I signed up for a Mastodon account, which oh, had a kid. Uh, turns out I am a, I have a master's degree in server uh, <laughs> skills now because I, yep. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing on there. And, but I have a Mastodon account. And I, so I started, they said, just follow a lot of people and see what happens. So I started following like jokes that started showing up and, uh-huh. you know, people writing little scenes, jokes. And one of them was, uh, <laughs> uh, pioneer. It was, it was like a sketch, right? So it's like pioneer. And they say, I'm not feeling well, doc, doctor. It looks like you have dysentery and you're going to die. What is your last wish? Pioneer that people don't turn this into a video game in about <laughs> 70 years. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, we'll start with April. Um, it's Halloween. And if anybody knows anything about April Ludgate is she lives for a day to celebrate the dead. Mm-hmm. And she loves Halloween. And Chris sees her preparing for this big uh, haunted house that they're going to do at uh, Halloween. And so later, Leslie will point out they, they should have just called it City Halloween, but whatever. Um, and... Uh, Chris sees that April seems depressed and he says, I should know I spent last of most year being treated by Dr. Richard Nygaard for my own emotional problems. <laughs> um, and uh, it's been a while since we heard from uh, Chris about Nygaard. Uh, and so it's good to uh, have that come back around. And uh, April says, I miss Andy. Um, our, every year we would just dress up like demons and egg Larry's house. <laughs> and Larry is there in the room as she's saying this. And Larry's like, is that... Uh, it was actually in the courtyard and, uh, and that was you. And Chris is like, please, we're having a private conversation. <laughs> Larry, <please>. uh, and, <laughs> and so he offers to do anything he can to help make Halloween <clears throat> fun for her. Um, starting right now with scary claws that he's a scary monster claws. And I don't think Wolverine is a monster. Uh, depends on uh, your perspective. I mean, if you ask Senator Kelly, um, in X-Men movies, comics, and cartoons, Wolverine is a monster. Yeah, so but who ended up being the monster at the end? Well, it depends on which thing you're talking about. <laughs> well, the very end, he was just nothing. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, oh, spoilers. Sorry. Yeah, spoilers, everybody. He turns... In the movie, he turns into a water mutant of some sort and gets up on the beach naked and then ruins a sandcastle. <laughs> So it's not even a euphemism. It it happened. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. That's a good movie. Anyway, a good movie. Uh, uh, so then later on, uh, April is in a hall of mirrors at City Hall. There's a lot of time jumps that we're gonna be doing here. Yeah, because uh, hours go by between scenes for April and Chris, um, days even. And uh, and so he jumps into the hall of mirrors, and <laughs> we all see him. And April points out, "I see you too." He's trying to scare her, and he th- leads the charge by saying. I'm scaring you, <laughs> <laughs> which is not an effective way to really scare somebody. Um, and uh, it's, it's unless, a polite way to do it, though, you know, right? Yeah. I, and, I, you know, I feel like Chris has mentioned having siblings before, like he has a brother. And like, doesn't he know, like, hasn't hasn't he learned any of this, like how to scare a sibling or a friend? I don't know. That's part of why what siblings are for. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, 
I'm getting choked up about it. Yeah. Um, and April, it's not helping April. And uh, and she's like, you're never going to make me not miss Andy. And he's like, okay, what about this? I'm Burt Macklin, friendly lifeguard. <laughs> and in my, in my notes, I, I wrote down, how does Chris not know that Burt Macklin works for the FBI? Right. <laughs> how, how self-absorbed is Chris Traeger that all the time that he's seen Andy dressed in an FBI jacket calling himself Bert Macklin, he never once thought to read what the three letters on the jacket that say FBI. That's the weird part because he's usually really, you know, very thoughtful of people and, and notices those things. Like he noticed that April was depressed. Like, why wouldn't he notice that Andy Bert Macklin worked for the FBI? Yeah. So I don't know. This is a problem for me. And I wonder if he's just trying to project because Burt Macklin is in the realm of Andy's imagination, right? Like Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I wonder if he thinks the game is oh. whatever you want him to be. Burt Macklin is whatever you want him to be. <laughs> and so that's why and that's for Chris. He, and Chris chose lifeguard. Friendly lifeguard. Friendly lifeguard. <laughs> I've never met like a real like mean lifeguard. Usually lifeguards are the most chill people. Yeah. I mean, they got this job because they didn't really want to do anything. Mostly like ambivalent lifeguard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Are you really really drowning? Yeah. No. The only intense lifeguards are at like. uh, (laughs) Great Wolf Lodge. Great Wolf Lodge. (laughs) And uh, the pool by the hotel at Disneyland that we stayed at one time. (laughs) That. Not you, my family. Um, that was doing the like the line checks, yeah, like the, walking around the pool, like robotically. Waving their hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, are you are you saving lives or casting a spell? I almost I almost feel like in that in those cases, somebody could be drowning right in front of them and they wouldn't see it because they're so they've done it a billion times that they've just tuned out. They're on autopilot. Yeah, and they're waiting for their incantation to be ready. <laughs> Yep. Or broken, whichever. <laughs> yeah. They're fighting the, the the drowning spell that somebody else cast on the pool. The pool of drowning. Roll for initiative. Um, I, I'm in. All right. Dang it. So, uh, yeah. So let, this isn't working. Um, and uh, not our conversation. I rolled, Chris, a, I rolled a nine. <laughs> a natural nine? <laughs> a natty nine. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and so April is like, nothing you're doing is working. And this makes Chris very sad. And he tries to leave. <laughs> he says, I failed you both as a scary monster and a friend. And as he tries to leave, he walks into the mirrors <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and a human who doesn't understand doors. Uh, not, uh, that, not once, that was one of my not favorite once, gags though. But twice. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> walking into the mirror. <laughs> like, that was just so funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Have you ever gone to a hall of mirrors? I, I actually haven't. No. It's about as fun as it sounds. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be fun. It seems dangerous. Also, right. it seems like it would be pretty easy. Because of all, you'd be able to see where all the, like the, the grease spots are on the mirrors <laughs> where people have, where rammed people their have faces into, into it. it. So be, yeah, you would think, but, yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're pretty tough. So it's that one guy's job. Just clean the mirrors after every, every group. Oh my word. And like, would you ever feel like you're done? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cause no. like, I can't get to those mirrors back there. I keep trying and you walk into it again. <laughs> How much self-reflection would you do? Like every day, just stop. See, just see. <laughs> 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 self-reflection come on 
come on. I just see the problem from so many angles. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah, you see all your bad sides. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, the so yeah so April's sad. It does Chris make sad, my butt look big. But April comes around and she recognizes that Chris has tried to help her, and uh, comes up to her or Chris and Anne as they're, you know, being all cute and cuddling and stuff, being a couple. And April greets them by saying, "You stop." <laughs> so, um, and she says, "Look, I know you were lame, but uh, you were trying to help me. So, thank you." Um, and uh, Chris, you know, he says, "Thank you." And if you ever want to egg Larry's house, come find me. And uh, and then April, surprisingly, says, "You two are cute," and it surprises everyone. And Anne's like, "Where'd that come from?" She's like, "I'm weak. I miss Andy, and it's making me weak." Um, and and Chris was so. So trying to put so much effort in, and if he puts that much effort in to my helping me, he'll make your lame life perfect. <laughs> so, um, or yeah, or he's secretly super in love with me. It's probably that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke, April. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris is. I think part of coming to understand his feelings is expressing everything, mm-hmm. and so I'm scaring you, and then. <laughs> That's a funny joke, April. Uh, like those are now him just saying like, this is what I'm feeling instead of bottling that in. Yeah. Nygaard has or laughing. broken down his, his inner monologue. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's the April Chris story. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah, a short one. It's short and sweet. Literally. Yeah. It was about enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I could have handled much more of Chris trying to scare or be Halloweeny. Um, and so. Yeah. What a Halloweeny. Uh, I dropped my pen. Uh-oh. Podcast right. over. Yeah. I can't. That's it. I can't record if I'm not holding a pen. Um, like, on so, those, like on those late night shows where they pretend to take notes. It's like, why Why do you have exactly. that? Why? Exactly. I do love the thank you notes on Fallon. I don't know if he still does it. I haven't watched Fallon in a long time because I'm old. Um, but he has like the script is on the thank you note, but he's holding a pen. Right. And the keyboard player. You've seen this, yes. right? Yeah. Like he's waiting for Fallon to actually start writing before he starts playing. I love it. It makes me laugh. That makes me laugh more than the actual jokes on the thank you notes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. You want to talk about Tom? Boy, howdy. All right. So Tom is meeting with Trevor, the lawyer, and trying to impress Trevor by saying how great business is going. Uh, you know, like the other day, Jane Smith came in uh, and wanted to quit music acting business and work there. And uh, <laughs> Tom's like, no, the world needs you. You have a gift. Uh, and then Trevor says, look, uh, my client has in a moment of weakened weakness, some experience, something he referred to as sympathy. He has made a final offer for $40,000 for rent a swag and all of its contents. Uh, and <laughs> Trevor's like, I just suggest you take it. Uh, and so Tom says, I got to think about it. Um, I got to go home, put on my thinking PJs and get back to you. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and Trevor's like, you have 48 hours and we would also be interested in acquiring your thinking PJs. And Tom, I love Tom. Uh, no matter what happens, you will never acquire my thinking PJs <laughs> or my YouTube blazer. Non-negotiable. <laughs> so I love that he has a YouTube blazer. Yeah. And a like, line. I mean, there's there's a certain line that even he won't cross. Uh, we'll see. Um, and uh, but the the idea of having clothes for your activities, mm-hmm. I think is important. I think it's a productivity hack. To be able to say, like, 
you know, like when I am working from home, I still put shoes on. I, you know, I shower, I get dressed. I, I don't just say like, I'm working from home, so I'm going to not do anything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried this? No, no. <laughs> Keep going. I had a friend who said, I don't know when I have time to, when, when, when do I have time to shower? Like he's talking about himself. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Every day. <laughs> like, I'm not, 24 hours. How long are your showers? I'm not that. Um, <laughs> man, how, how big is your hot water tank? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but like, so being able to say like, I am now wearing a, a, this outfit, you know, like my, like when I wear my football pads, I'm playing football, right? <laughs> um, to, to be able to say like, no, I'm putting on this, this blazer and only when I'm wearing this blazer, I'm going to scroll some YouTube videos. <laughs> That sounds like a productive thing to, and then when you take it off, you're like, all right, YouTube's over for me. The challenge, the challenge, much like the one ring in Lord of the Rings. You probably, is what, what if you can't take it off? Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, how long is he? He's, he's probably on that in, in, in that jacket all the time. Right. Yeah. What I mean, would, what would your go-to then? I mean, like if you could dress for your activity, like what, what, what activity, like what, you you write a lot right mm -hmm. you know so what what would your writing like what would you don uh well i uh when i'm writing i prefer to wear a thin hoodie okay okay um, to keep and, all the thoughts in yeah and i put the hood up mm -hmm. over my head yeah and when i'm feeling like a, a bit of a stump like I, I need to really focus and think through i then tuck the hoodie behind my ears <laughs> Like, like a true psychopath. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not lying. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I don't doubt I do that. You. Yeah. And it's a hoodie. I, I found my mom got me a perfect hoodie for Christmas a couple weeks ago or a couple weeks ago, a couple years ago. And you know, my Chewbacca sweatshirt mm -hmm. yeah. that, that she made for me. Yeah. She also made me a hoodie that is Chewbacca, but it's got like a, a shimmery, like press on to it. And I don't really wear that out because it looks ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, but the hoodie itself is like the perfect weight for writing. So, yeah. So that, I, I like right. to wear that. Writing, Especially do you have a writing in the wintertime. Yeah. yeah, a writing hoodie. Nice. So, because my office gets a little cold. Like even now I started a fire, but I had to close the door and, uh, and turn the fan off on the fire for recording's sake. So I'm wearing my other Chewbacca hoodie right now for recording. <laughs> Have you seen my good Chewbacca hoodie? <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? Oh, I don't. I didn't have an answer. I don't know. I just wanted to see what you'd say. All right. Socks, maybe. Like, these are my fancy socks. I do have, I do have socks that I prefer to wear over other socks. But like, not just my normal going out, like, oh, day-to-day -day socks. This is like, okay, these are my drawing socks. I'm going to put these on and draw. <laughs> You draw with your feet? Well, no, not, that socks would make it almost impossible. I'm just saying, it's really, my, my feet are comfortable from, from the toes up, the foundation. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I got a question for you now, Jeremy. Uh -huh. it's, it's very important. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You, you, like, you like fingerless gloves with uh -huh. the little mitten thing. No, no, <laughs> no, no, that's would the you, worst. That's terrible. Would you ever buy no! toeless socks? With the little mitten thing. No, opposite. <laughs> I want individual little like like okay. toe beanies. <laughs> like toe. Right. Yeah. Let me let toe, me run it by another covered. scenario. Uh -huh. Another scenario. Okay. You've got <sighs> the the individual toe covers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then but you still 
maybe you want another layer of warmth. Mm-hmm. Toe scarves. I'm in. <laughs> yes. No, I'm saying what I'm saying is like, what if you had a sock then that yes. wrapped all the way around? And created like a slipper situation. What what about a sock that each toe was like a, a like they could go just like the the oh my gosh each one was like its own elongated sleeve like it's longer than the toe and so you could you could roll it back or like to to let your toes breathe you could call it a total neck. Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> total. Total necks. Yeah. Okay. Huh. No. Oh man. Yeah. Get on that. I thought. I thought I was on to something. You're on to. You're on something. Uh, so, yeah. Well, let's talk about what else is going on with Tom. Um, and so Tom is wrestling with all this stuff, and he's so he's laying in Ron's office on the most uncomfortable bench uh, in the whole world to lay down on, and he's drinking hot cocoa, and he can't. He's he doesn't know what to do, and so. He's whining in Ron's office and he's like, Ron, can you put more tiny marshmallows in my hot chalky? And Ron just throws marshmallows at him. Uh, and uh, and Ron is, uh, if there were something I could do for you, I would. Maybe you should try taking a walk out of my office. <laughs> uh, and then Donna shows up and she's super excited because turns out Ron's in bloosh. And Ron doesn't know what that means. Uh, and But Tom is stoked because uh, it is this fashion lifestyle magazine weekly email whatever that uh was started by annabelle porter who used to be the face of the eagleton phone book (laughs) and then just come so far uh, yeah and then moved to hollywood things didn't work out she came back and now she's a lifestyle guru um so she's the most famous person that pawnee probably has living in their area um and so she she has chosen ron swanson's chair as the must have item of the season, um, uh, coming along with uh, red quinoa, wind therapy, and buying an island. So, wind therapy, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what is wind therapy? I don't know. And how do I start a wind therapy business? And how do I con people into coming to my wind come, therapy? Come sit in my room full of fans. Well, is it fans or just go outside? <laughs> yeah, but if it's not windy, you're going to lose business. So you got to make your own. Well, that could get. <clears throat> I can make my own wind. You can make your own wind. Yeah. You I was go outside with I fans. I wasn't going to go that far. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah. Wind therapy. I love but, it. I just, I just, I don't know. The, the thing is, like everything that is listed here, like I feel like that's exactly what uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is doing with, with, was it goop goop yeah i think wind therapy is one of those occupations that those people on like one of those buying what's the tlc or um what's the channel where they go and they they buy properties like you know we're looking i'm a i'm a wind therapist and my my uh my significant other you know sharpens bespoke pencils um we've got a we've got a budget of 2.5 million dollars who are these people that like to buy or renovate a house like you do nothing you do nothing where does that are they all there must be trust fund kids or something i don't know right or you know wind therapy is really that big of a deal i don't know they are drug dealers and they just make up these <laughs> these careers to be a front. Right, right. The so most, they want to be fancy. 
You're like, you know what? We're already selling drugs illegally. Let's get on TV. Yeah. They'll never expect us. Exactly. Like drug dealers wouldn't put their, their business out on television. What's your cover story? Oh, I'm a wind therapist. I'm a, uh, I'm a turtle herder. <laughs> yeah. You know, tur- sometimes turtles, they just go all over the place and sometimes, you know, yeah, they don't look that fast, but you know, you got to ride herd on the turtle. I'm a <laughs> hamster manicurist. <laughs> I, uh, I do um, necktie consultations. <laughs> well, really? What does that mean? Well, I just choose neckties for people. Yeah. Red or, red or blue today. Oh, man. Too, what about Argyle? Too soon? What's my favorite color? <laughs> Plaid. Plaid. <laughs> uh, all right. Yes. Well, so, you know, you got to buy an island, and that's all we know. And about yeah, that's the only way to know if your goji berry farm is pesticide free. I mean, exactly. everyone knows this. Everybody so, knows that. Come on. Uh, so Ron is in this thing, and Donna's celebrating. She's going to get a new leather jacket, and <laughs> <laughs> someone's getting a new leather jacket. I don't. Want I, like, one. I don't want one. <laughs> it's like it's for me. <laughs> it's a great day. They're riding tails, and so um, and Tom has been trying to get rent a swag into Bleach for months, and so he's hoping that. Ron will be able to get uh, get Tom some some bluish attention, and uh, and so Ron, Tom follows up with Ron and is like, "Hey, have you, <laughs> what are the hot deets on bluish?" <laughs> and Ron's response is, "Start over and speak differently." Um, and and so he's like, "They wanted me to go on Joan Calamezzo uh, Pony today and discuss my chairs with that Porter woman." Uh, I said no. Um, and Ron, and Tom's like, but if you, you said you would help me. And so this is one way you could help me. And Whiny so Ron, Tom is the worst. Yeah. But Ron like wants Tom to succeed mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, he's invested money right. or pounds of gold. And two, he is, uh, their friends. And so he wants them to do well. And so, uh, and so Tom. And three, asks, if he asks, he helps him, maybe he'll go away. Right. Yes. <laughs> and, uh. And so Tom and Donna have put together some uh, some talking points and some cocktail banter. Uh, and he t- Ron reads off of the, the note cards. Annabelle, could I be more gels of your low lights right now? I mean, OM squee. Oh, talk about bangs envy. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Donna's like, we got to start over. We got to go on way to go. And Ron just regrets everything. I do. I feel it for him. And so in probably the best part of this episode, we go to Pawnee today. And as we're walking through the episode, <laughs> I, I have traditionally thought that Pawnee today is a morning show. But this is it's, happening at the same time as the nighttime Halloween stuff at City Hall. whenever you need it to happen. So like today literally is like any time today. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so it's a 24 hour. <laughs> hey, this is happening. So she's just living in there. Sure. In the studio. Just like, all right, I'm ready to record. <laughs> you got to be or she's just on call. You know, it just goes on. It's like a public access situation. Or, right. Or like any of the YouTube like crazy sure. people. <laughs> sure. I got to get out there. I got to let people know about my thoughts about the Wakanda trailer. <laughs> Who it's, cares? <laughs> it's just live streaming. That's easier to get to, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and so she, <laughs> Joan, uh, is pretty excited. Uh, and she's, their guest today is the only person in town who's a bigger deal than I am. That's what she says. Uh, and and as Annabelle comes out, she says, it's me. I'm here. 
Uh, and, uh, and Joan is, uh, you know, she's a, she's a journalist and she wants everybody to know this. And so she says, can I just say as a journalist, I feel like we're best friends. <laughs> uh, and so they're talking about all their, their stuff. Uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, Annabelle's to share some of the things that are trending. Uh, Mozambique cashmere mm-hmm. is the new cast iron stove. I love the look that Tom and Don gives you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. Of course sense. it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't it be? And uh, some conflict-free paella recipes. And <laughs> uh, I don't know. I even looked uh, up paella recipes just, just to see if I could come up with a joke. Hey, it didn't matter. It wouldn't have been funny. But there's no, there's nothing. It's like, what do we put in it? Chicken or pork? You know, like what's the conflict? Is that what's, I've never had paella. I haven't either. I, all I know, I, the biggest thing that I know about it is that you need a, it has its own pan, like a paella pan, it's a oh. specific pan. Hmm. Yeah. We learned so much today. And every, every once in a while, like on Instagram, um, looking over my wife's over the shoulder of my wife's, um, Instagram account, there, there'll be somebody cooking like the world's most giantest paella. Hmm. Like, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe is that it's trending? A, it's a thing. It might be trending. Conflict. Uh, free paella yeah well that's good and then also one Mm -hmm. of the trending things is her favorite fishmonger now makes house calls finally so how how i don't know (laughs) it's not just fish delivery and yeah at that point do you want fish delivered uh yesterday the ups fish sticks maybe okay if it was frozen right but like a (laughs) fishmonger probably doesn't freeze the fish He's a monger. He's got some standards. He's got some monging to do. Anyway, you, UPS guy. What? Well, the UPS guy, like delivery to your house, right? Mm-hmm. The UPS guy yesterday was driving around in a Tesla and it was icy on my hill. And I was trying to help my son because he's going to work. And uh, so he's driving up the hill for the first time in the snow. And mm-hmm. so I'm just walking up along with him. Sure. Uh, just saying like, hey, man, you, you do this. You got this. He took my car, which made me infinitely <laughs> okay. nervous. I was like, all right. Yeah. Um, and so. You're invested uh, now. The Tesla driver and the UPS guy, the UPS guy in the Tesla, he stopped and he's getting out and walking to the houses that have deliveries on my street. And so I'm up at the top of the hill and I'm like, hey, any more down the hill? I can I'm going back down if it will make your life easier as you're driving around in a Tesla on ice. (laughs) And he's like, that would be awesome. (laughs) And like, I don't know if I would trust uh, a fishmonger to make house calls. You know, if they have the work ethic of the UPS guy, <laughs> like, I'm just yeah, go ahead, give deliver this for me. <laughs> just giving away for free. Here you go. Just give it to whoever. I, I, as I'm walking down to Judy's house, I'm like, I could totally take this. <laughs> Man, it was delivered at that point. He did his job. He delivered it to someone. He's like, I don't. No one has to sign for it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Man. <laughs> That's just anyway. Um, Hope yeah. Judy has as good taste as I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Judy got, but the box is also almost open already. And I was like, dang it, if they if they have a ring cam or something, they're going to see me <laughs> delivering this thing. Slightly, slightly askew. It's already kind of open. Like I didn't open it, and I hope Judy doesn't. Anyway, I hope she doesn't have a problem. Anyway, we, we started watching um, the Prestige. Yeah, and uh, Nikola Tesla. I've started watching that movie a couple times. <laughs> Spoilers, uh, it ends. Um, and uh, David Bowie is Nikola Tesla. So that was cool. That is excellent. Yeah, anyway. 
that's, yeah. all, that's all I have so to add to my conversation. That, no, that's great. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. um, because I mentioned Tesla. So yeah. I get it. Uh, the, it's, it's a really uh, good movie. That's what I hear. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll finish it. First, mm-hmm. I have to finish Kong Skull Island and a hundred other movies. Oh, um, wow. And uh, I'm, I'm only got 20 more minutes. And uh, so Ron, then, she then points out her chair. Uh, it's a deliciously bold chair by local artist Ron Swanson. And Ron's reaction is, did that woman call my chair delicious? <laughs> that's, uh, that's the thing. Yeah. So then uh, cuts back to the show and Joan says, oh my goodness, we're back with America's greatest leader, <laughs> Annabelle Porter, <laughs> and her new favorite artisan, local woodworker, Ron Swanson. Um, and Annabelle talks about discovering the chair and you can use it for anything. And Ron's like, mostly for sitting. But she's like, no, you can put it as an accent piece in your solarium or a focal point in your yoga tent. Um, and Ron, but or put it by a table and eat a meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Anna, Annabelle, like, we don't do meals in my house. No, every two hours we eat what I like to call a food tease, like an oat wedge or a seaweed uh-huh. lozenge. Seaweed lozenge. <laughs> I lost Joan, it, that one. That is so like, funny. Joan, again, is wonderful. Can I just say, and I think this is really important, so I need everyone to shut up. <laughs> I love your hair. <laughs> Uh, and it's uh, genetic and unattainable. Mm-hmm. So too mm-hmm. bad. So the show's going great and Ron is loving all of his life. And then there's like the, some after party for celebrating all the end things. And Donna is excited about it. You, and she's looking at all the the swag that there is out there. And there's B13 shots. <laughs> so you got B12, but B13 is where it's at. Uh, bird bath salts, uh, champagne decanters, uh, everything is so great. And all these people are looking at Ron's chair and they love it and they want to buy 12 for their stepdaughter's craft room. Uh, and he says, I make two a year, so maybe in six years. <laughs> hey, it, um, and fun fact, it, the, the actual artist who makes that chair is Sam Maloof. It was, it's a really, really famous rocking chair and they go for tens of thousands. They can go for lots and lots of money. Lots and oh. lots of monies. Wow. Or amounts of gold. Oh. Anyway. Well, Good. That's a real, it's a real thing. I knew it was a real chair. Yeah, it existed. Um, yeah. So Ron is, uh, really out of his whole world, uh, here. And, uh, and then Annabelle comes up to him and is like, you're going to make a lot of money. Um, and, uh, I want to license your chair and, um, put it in every six bedroom home in the Midwest. (laughs) And, uh, Ron's like, well, no, my, if they were mass produced, they wouldn't be Swanson chairs. They're handmade. And, and Annabelle's like, well, now they'll be handmade by thousands of tiny Chinese hands. Oh, Annabelle, Annabelle's not cool, man. No. And uh, and Ron's like, no, I don't like this at all. And Tom's there and he's wearing uh, like a weird scarf and he, he's trying to get <laughs> Annabelle's attention. It's like, when you introduce me, say, I tell her I, I make you appreciate my bold neck choices. Um, and uh, and so Ron's like, please speak to each other while I leave. <laughs> and uh she won't let him leave and he hates his life. Um, so then she starts talking to Tom, like cut back. Tom's talking to her about rent to swag and Annabelle is like, it's an interesting idea. Are you doing well? And he's like, we're amazing. Uh, we'd be perfect for Bluesh. And she's like, well, I can't really do that now, but maybe next quarter. And he's like, well, next quarter we'll be out of business. I like, I thought you guys were doing well. Ooh. <laughs> Got so, um, yeah. So, uh, Tom, Ron is like, why don't you take my stuff out and write about rent a swag instead? <laughs> He's really trying to get out of this whole right. situation. Um, and, uh, then, um, Ron is like, I don't want somebody else to sell my work. And then Annabelle gets up and says, well, that's too bad. 
this party is over. It no longer is. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. And that's how I'm going to uh, start ending every conversation. <laughs> this conversation. Well, it's good to talk to you about. Uh, and uh, yeah, good recording with you. But it's over. It was. <laughs> it was. This is the way. Uh, it just has a very like. Like almost religious sense to it. Right. It was. Um, so uh, Tom, Tom lost his shot here uh, to get into Bloosh and he's sad. And so Donna, yes, Donna's going to grab some lychee body oil and bounce. Uh, and, uh, and Tom asked for some of those pomegranate face masks. Too, sure. Which I don't even know. I don't even know what lychee is. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel you put it most you, like Ron in this. You put it in your uh, in in your boba tea. Oh, it's lychee flavored. Okay, if you say so. All right, if you say so. So then, uh, Tom and Ron are in Ron's office while the Halloween event is happening, um, and they're drinking whiskey in the office around children mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at a workplace open it, to the public. It's Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> no concerns. Uh, and uh, Ron is like, hey, you gave it your best effort. Um, and, and Ron's like, easy for you to say. People are dying to give you money for your business and you don't even take it. Uh, and he's like, well, I I value my name. And the only thing that's important is what's on your gravestone, mm-hmm. your name. <laughs> then Tom points out that his gravestone is going to be a 60 inch touchscreen with a hologram of four, four me's singing <laughs> end of the road by boys to men. But point taken. <laughs> so um, so now that got Tom thinking like, all right, how do I move forward with this? And so he goes to back to Trevor and says, I will sell you rent to swag, but on my terms, I want 40,000 for inventory, the website and everything else in the store. But I keep the name rent to swag because Ron said, like, your name is what matters. And so he's holding on to the name. And Trevor's like, actually, the name is important. Uh, my client likes it. Uh, it's better than Tommy's closet. It's true. Uh, he needs the name. And so then Tom negotiates for another 20,000 more and 5% of the client's business. And, uh, Trevor's like, I think we have a deal. Uh, and Ron, so I'm like, Ron said, there's nothing more valuable than my name, but he's not a businessman. I am. And now I have seed money for my next failure, my next venture. I sold out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think, and I think the thing is, is like he valued his name. So, I mean, yeah, there's a price tag and you could, but it's, it, he knew he was failing. He got as much as he could out of the sinking ship and moved on. It was great. It was really, it was a smart business choice. And that 5% residual money, guys, if you can get it, take it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good move. Except but it was the still lotto. Funny. If you win the lottery, take the lump sum. Don't take the residual. That's what they want you to do. Anyway. All right. I, thank you. Life goals. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and also, if you win the lotto, mm-hmm. let me know. <laughs> I don't want to ask you for any money directly. I just want you to know that you like, can oh, tell hey, me about it. Good job. Yeah, good, like good. We go out to dinner. Like I'm not reaching for my wallet too fast. <laughs> oh, I got, oh, let me pay. You, you know, you know, you, you won the lotto. I'm just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. So now the Leslie plot line. Um, oh, yeah. And they, uh, they do some stuff. And then this some, one is uh, not as funny as one would hope. Um, but uh, they are, um, getting ready for this Halloween thing. And Jerry's coming in late and, uh, Leslie's upset. Like, what's your excuse? He's like, I was voting for you. Uh, and, and she, he says lots of people wearing Leslie note buttons and, uh, and Leslie doesn't want to jinx it. She's like, nope, the po- polls close at eight. Let's focus on what we can control. Uh, and so in the next 24 hours, they're going to transform city hall. It's going to be great. 
Um, and so they're working on all of that. And so they're going to have a haunted house. Um, and also it is uh, Kevin Pollock's birthday, <laughs> something that she's going to focus on instead of the recall. So um, the come out to the, the courtyard and talking to folks. And she's like, Jerry, all you had to do was two triangles and a tooth. Nobody wants Ger- Gengurch family themed jack-o'-lanterns. Um, and, uh, and turn around and Jerry has carved his family in all of the jack-o'-lanterns. Um, <laughs> They're really and nice, though. They are nice. I don't even know how people do stuff like that. They just scrape it. Yeah. Right? I think stencils are involved and then there's some scraping. Yeah. There's YouTube videos. Yeah, I know. Wait, there's YouTube videos? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. About, about, about everything? Yeah, but I would just do... Yeah, she's right. Two triangles and a... What did she say? Two triangles and a what? And a tooth. And a tooth. Yeah. So a mouth with a tooth. Perfect. Um, yeah. So uh, that here we also find out that Ben and Ann are going to be working as her um, support, emotional support task force uh, with whatever news comes out. And so they have back rubs, YouTube videos of turtles and birds becoming friends, <laughs> uh, a poster <laughs> announcing the new Lilith Fair concert. Um, I love that. Made up for them. It's totally fake. Uh, <laughs> but it's fake, but it'll buy an hour. Right. Uh, and, uh, and they have a secret hand signal. Uh, in case we think she needs help and they hold their hand up to their chest and Ben looks at the camera like it's loosely based on the Klingon greeting salute <laughs> and Anne is like if I'd known that I would not have agreed to it <laughs> I think what makes Ben so great in so many of these situations is just his reaction to that because as soon as she says that his reaction is like mm-hmm. he's like yeah I know yeah. I yeah, know the reason would... I didn't tell you exactly but he's like yeah. gotcha it's too late now <laughs> yeah so um yeah so it's eight o'clock and they're going to wait for the results to pour in. And in what may be the second funniest part is it cuts to the news for Perd Happily. They're all prepared for a long night, right? Right. Uh, like our election season here now in America, like you vote on it's, a Tuesday, you find out in January. Right. And um, and so uh, Perd Happily comes on, the other respected journalist. Uh, too close to call. A real nail biter. Anybody's game. These are three phrases you won't hear tonight as Leslie Nope has been voted out of office. What was expected to be a close race has actually not been a close race. Pawnee voters have decisively removed Leslie Nope from the city council. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I love him. I love her so much. Too close to call. A nail biter. Anybody's game. Nope. These are three phrases you will not hear tonight. So, um, yeah. So Leslie then is uh, no longer going to be a city councilor. And wow. Jerry comes in uh, super happy because he got pizza for everybody. And uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Chris oh, looks at him and says, Larry, Jerry. everyone is miserable and you are only making it worse. <laughs> so, and I would say, no, pizza makes everything better. Mm-hmm. I love pizza. Yeah, it's perfect. I think it's perfect time for pizza. Yeah. When I'm sad, I, what do I want? Pizza. When I'm happy, what do I want? Pizza. When I'm just waiting for my tires to be changed at Costco, what do I want? Pizza. It's a good chance. Um, <laughs> what do we want? Pizza. Pizza. When do we want it? Always. <laughs> You're in the dentist chair, man. You can't. I don't care. <laughs> just in between. <laughs> on one side, you're only working on one side at a time. I won't eat, it won't be hot or cold. It'll just be room temperature. Oh, like Jeremy likes it. Room temperature is going to say. Coming over to the dark side. No, I'm, I am not. Um, <laughs> I like hot or cold. Like Jesus in the water of Laodicea. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so Leslie's pretty sad. Um, and, uh, 
Ben and Chris, uh, Ben and Ann have been calling her and Ann says, I let, I let, uh, this is the next day. I left her like an outgoing, but I let outgoing messages her sobbing and burping and crazy laughing, <laughs> which I don't even know the last time I changed my outgoing message to anything. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, people don't call me and leave messages that much anymore. And does it say this is Jason leave a message? I have no idea. Oh, mine's default. Um, it's just, I know it just says like you've reached the number. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this this phone is no longer accepting mails, <laughs> voicemails. No, is no, that it? no. Yeah, it's full. I had a, I had a young default, person. Can you default to full? Like that'd be awesome. Like, <laughs> it's like no, it's full. We're not accepting any uh, voicemails right at this time. I had a young person who left a, a message at the church for me, and like somebody who's not a part of our church but in the community was looking for some help, and left it, left left their phone number, and I call the number, and the uh, that's ringing goes to voicemail and I get the this phone is no longer accepting voicemails the box is full and I just it was one of those moments as as a person of a certain age where I was like this generation doesn't understand <laughs> like this, how can you just delete it if, even if you don't listen to it just delete it wow I feel I feel attacked I have <laughs> I have I have every email I have every voice message <laughs> Oh, all of them. Oh, why? What's the, it's just extra. It's just upkeep, man. Just let it go. Let it build. It's all going to happen anyway. You're just, you're just trying to tame. I'm, I'm this, it's so freeing, not caring. Just don't care. It's okay. It's their problem. <laughs> you're like drink. You're actively drinking. <laughs> you're okay. You're all right. I know. I know. I can't. You can. I feel like it's like I should come in like Leslie Nope <laughs> wearing a Garfield shirt that says I hate uh, Mondays and wanting to go sleep on a bench outside. <laughs> exactly. It's a them problem, man. It's not a you. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's not my problem, but like uh-huh. how's this person ever gonna this person's never gonna call me back? <laughs> no, I'm saying your emails, like all of those things. That's that's just why it's unlimited space. You have unlimited space. Like I don't even know how people have yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's why we're different. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So Les is pretty sad. She comes in uh, and um, is eating a punch burger. And uh, what, if like, wow, that, really what if you need that? What if you need that voicemail? What if you need that? Like from five years ago, you need to go back and check something. Yeah, I've never needed that. <laughs> or an email from twelve years ago. Like, did I really say that? Well, you can throw all that in the archive. Yeah, I know. You don't need it in your inbox. Yeah, but that's, I'm just saying that's just extra work. Anyway, yeah, yeah. we'll go it's so, circular. All right. So the haunted house event is happening <laughs> and Leslie's uh, display is a filing room, <laughs> essentially. And she's sitting in there and the kids come in and she says, welcome to the den of horrors. Uh, and she's like, where's the stuff? Scary stuff is invisible. Broken dreams, disappointment, achieving your greatest goal and having it fall apart and knowing that you'll never climb any higher. <laughs> Can we have some candy? I'm going to give you something sweeter than candy, Ryan. The truth. The truth. <laughs> it's very possible that some of you have already peaked. Uh, it's all down here from here, turkeys. Um, so, yeah. So they uh, take uh, Leslie out. And I do like that Leslie and Ben are on theme. And their theme is Princess Bride. And she's Princess Honeycup. And he's Dread Pirate Roberts. Um, Wesley. And so. And yeah. one, one of the kids is the big who comes in dressed as the the mutant rat mutant rat 
Yeah, what are they called? The rat of or the animal? There's some oh, ac- the rodent of unusual size. Mm, yeah, one of the one of the kids is just as one. R-O-U-S-S? I don't mm. think they exist. I don't think they. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. It's a good movie. My yeah. kids don't care about it, and so it's one of those things that's like. You didn't grow up in youth group at the right time. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the only movie you could watch. <laughs> that and Buttercream Gang. What? Uh, oh. What? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. We don't this have time it. for this. Well, I'm, I'll, I'm going to pin it. I'll save You're it later. Up. I'll keep talking. <laughs> okay. You keep talking. So ben and Leslie then, Ben takes Leslie to a bar and they, she's trying, he's trying to make her feel better. And, uh, and she points out that maybe he also peaked by becoming mayor at 18 and then got impeached and he's telling the story and he's like oh man i peaked i i now work at budget management for cities and i work for a candy charity and so they both start drinking and uh and then (laughs) which always makes good choices always as they continue to drink they continue to get more and more wasted and they confess their love to one another um and like leslie says this is real and ben's like i know you're and you're my husband. You're my wife. You married me in front of people. I did. I was there. Uh, so they are getting drunk. So they have a, de- a desire to make this declaration. And so they go to get tattoos, tattoos, tattoos at the pawn shop. <laughs> sure. And they're like, hello, sir. We are sober. We would like to get tattoos on our bodies because we love each other. And Herman is like, tattoos? This is a pawn shop. But yeah, I can do that. And he immediately starts breaking pens <laughs> to get ink to make these tattoos. Um, and so they go back to the chair. And, um, and Leslie asks him, can I ask you a question? Are we the cutest couple you've ever seen? And he just says, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you want the long needle or short? Doesn't matter. Can't find the short needle. Long needle it is. I love Herman. Um, He's the best. <laughs> And so she has this whole idea about Eleanor Roosevelt, who then has a classic tattoo of Pat Benatar on her arm. It's all very subtle. Uh, and, uh, and like, no, scratch all that. Scratch all that. Just write Ben. <laughs> and Ben's like, do you have anything to numb the pain? And Herman is like, just take as, a scoop out of the pill bucket. Pill bucket. As Ben's playing with a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, great. The whole scene was fantastic. And then Ben and Herman then goes to Leslie. He's like, all right, you wanted mouth queen. <laughs> and Ben's Ben's uh, reaction to the camera as he's looking at the pill bucket, like, whoa, can you believe this guy is <laughs> stick a and, handful. And just in time, Ann shows up and uh, is like, whoa, 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 get her out of here. None of you guys want any of this. And, and, what, Leslie, other, and what other buckets do you think Herman has? He's got like the rusty. <laughs> this is where we keep the rusty nails and rings. Yeah. Uh, the pills. <laughs> um, like what? It's He's a got bu- a drawer of guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's a box of, of teeth and uh, yeah. dentures. He's got a lot, man. Pawn shops are the best. Pawn shops are, like I've said before, and I think on this this podcast, a sad garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I think oh. this is important. Everybody shut <laughs> up. Um, but uh, yeah, so Ann shows up and is like, hey, we're getting out of here. I'm trying to save you from being on Dateline. <laughs> So they leave and uh, um, he's like, see ya. What does what does Ben say? See ya, Brosa. Broheisen. Broheisen. And then he bumps into Anne. He's like, hey, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's so. Oh, it's, I love I love when Ben just lets go. When he just lets yeah. go. He's great. Yeah. And then Anne confronts him. What's the first rule of emotional support task force? <laughs> don't let her get a tattoo. No, no, no tattoos. <laughs> What happened? I couldn't help it. She's so cute when she's coming up with destructive ideas. <laughs> so he kicks her out 
uh, he kicks Ben out. Uh, she kicks Ben out. However, oh, I said it. You got it. Um, and so then Les and is like, Les listen. Is like, and Leslie's like, is like, yeah, we did it. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> you did nothing. <laughs> and she's trying to leave. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Anne, like, listen, Leslie, you were down in the polls. Like, they were well organized. They had more money. You knew this was a possibility. Um, and Leslie just like, didn't want to accept it. And so now she's dealing with not accepting the possibility. Um, and so Anne has Leslie read a note that, that she wrote, um, saying basically they had the election. I lost, I was voted out of office, uh, and in 30 days, I'll no longer be Pawnee state counselor. Um, and so, yeah, Leslie needed to actually say those words out loud so that she could start to move on. That's not, that's not fun. No, but it's necessary. Yeah. And Leslie realizes this and calls Anne a poetic noble land mermaid, which is just a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and then Ben comes in. He's like, I flushed my car keys down the toilet while holding a, a pumpkin. That's okay. <laughs> and Leslie's just like, no yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. So that is that. So Leslie has a uh, gives her concession speech, um, basically saying, you know, I've got 30 more days. I'm going to work as hard as I can uh, to uh, for you in this great city. Um, and, uh, and then Ben and, Anne have a talking head talking about how, you know, being Leslie's emotional support task force is an easy job. She's never down for that long. And Leslie comes in with a whole like hurricane of things that she's trying to do. Um, rezoning thing. She also wants to paint the deck. So she's got some color samples. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then she also carved their faces into jack-o'-lanterns and, uh, yeah, she did all this in like a half hour, it seems. Sure. And so, yeah. And they are happy and that's the end this podcast no longer is it was <laughs> just kidding I'm you not there? Right there no you any uh you could any trivia or anything that uh you discovered in your your internet sleuthing uh no no that's where i got actually i didn't see the the kid with i'm sorry i'm still i'm still caught up on the the butter hill gang or what is it what are they called buttercream buttercream gang you found it i did i did it's a yeah. 5.7 on imdb oh um, that's high that's yeah no i don't know what to, to say about this i don't recognize any of the people right who are it was a it. focus on the family feature oh that and explains so, a lot yeah it was something that my parents had on vhs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we didn't have cable and uh we watched it a lot and the line that sticks out to mo- the most to me is the, the boys are about to get into some kind of fight. And one guy says, I'm going to punch your face in. And the other guy says, is that a threat? And then the previous guy says, no, it's a promise. And I thought that was, <laughs> thought that was the most punk rock thing to say. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you have to threaten someone, it's not. Yeah. Uh, the, it was, it was, uh, yeah, the director. I just wanted to see what else, you know. Brothers, it's cinema, buttercream gang, cinema marvels that the uh, director Bruce Nybar, um, you know what what he was involved in, and right after the the buttercream gang, he uh, he directed Friendships Field. <laughs> I don't know why the the mysteries uh, of Egypt, uh, the ghost of Dickens past. <laughs> uh, that one, that then, one could be any number of things. <laughs> Yeah, I think these are all like shorts. The ghost of Dickens past. Anyway, yeah, it looks like they're very like um, somebody petitioned. They they hired him to make these. Yeah, that's anyway. usually how jobs work. No, I yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. It's all bad. 
there's nothing good about that that whole thing. I think they there's some like treasure that they're trying to find. It's been a long time since I watched it. The only thing that has stuck with me is no, it's a promise. <laughs> so, wow. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so no trivia on this one on this episode. Oh uh, no, because I ruined my IMDb search here. Hold on. Yeah. Now you're gonna get all kinds of weird ads. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, like the buttercream game. How about the? Uh, How do you feel about Dairy Gold sour cream? Philadelphia cream cheese experiment. <laughs> what? Oh man, I love cream cheese. I love your vamping. It buys me so much time to get back. Yeah, on I try to do all kinds of things <laughs> to know, keep talking. <laughs> I bought a bagel. Uh huh. There's this Jewish I'm not style even, deli. I, I'm not even searching anymore. I'm just waiting to hear listen to your story. <laughs> in in Northgate, there's this Jewish style deli, mm-hmm. Zilberstein's. I think is how you pronounce it. There's okay. a lot of a lot of consonants, not a lot of vowels. Yeah. in the name, and uh, they have great bagels. Um, and I took Joss there one time, two times now actually. Uh, and, uh, their mustard is delicious, but okay. Joss said it tastes like soap. Oh, and weird. I, I, um, had her move out that afternoon. <laughs> like, is it a hot spicy? Is it a, just a regular, it's like a like deli a, mustard. Like a it's got like ground? the seeds in it. Yeah. Stone ground. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. so good. It was so good. I'm in, but she was not for it, but, um, it's not for everyone. No, but that means more mustard for me. So <laughs> it just rash mustard. Yeah. Okay. Except uh, any kind of mustard in a packet, no thanks. Yeah, I, we've been over this, man. You gotta you gotta mash it up first before so you don't get the the mustard pee first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or the ketchup, mm-hmm. like ketchup water dribbles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We should, no, I don't have any. I don't have any trivia. All right, then we should stop. <laughs> I just see how this long podcast you go for. <laughs> no longer is. It was. Oh wait, wait, hold on. What about next week? Yeah, next week we'll have another one. No, <laughs> no, I know. But what's, what's what's the next episode? I don't know. You you're the one on IMDb right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Well, tune in. It's a mystery. It open. Tune it's in episode episode seven. Tune in next week. Let me see if I can open the script and just guess based on the first line. Okay, we're gonna have some fun tonight. People, nope. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how many people we should have. Like. Like if we had any kind of Twitter or anything, I just want to know, like if we said like, you know, Salmonella, just tweet anybody who tweeted out Salmonella right now would win a T-shirt. That's not a real thing. I'm just saying, did you make it this far? That'd be awesome. Uh Yeah. All right. If somebody tweets out Salmonella, just the word. Let's see if Elon Musk will will shadow ban you. Exactly. Uh, Let us know how it goes. In next week's episode, Ron tries to get parent or Chris tries to get parenting advice from Ron Mm -hmm. as they make a crib together. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the main the main plot. Well, Ron is the main plot always, but he approached a tree, murdered it, and left it to cure in my wood shop. (laughs) So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the book title that Chris has uh, a parenting book called Are You Going to Crawl My Way by Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> uh, fluoride. Fluoride is the name of the episode. Oh, yeah. There's sparkle water. 7.7, sparkle water. Yeah. Um, they're going to end up at uh, the Colt Stadium, whatever, they, Lucas Oil they're, Field. They're going to start there. They're going to start there. Um, but we got to go get through fluoride because after that cones of dunshire so two weeks from Ooh. now 
It's all about the cones. It's all about the cones. All right, man. All right. Cool, dude. Well, well, you have a great afternoon. Everybody, thanks for listening. If you did this, email us. Yeah, Salmonella. Salmonella. <laughs> Bye. Bye.